I'm Jacob. I've seen Lost seven times. I'm Jack. I've never seen Lost before. Jack's about to watch all of Lost for the first time. Welcome on all to the Lost Boys pod of me, Jacob Stowworthy. And me, Jack Shepherds. We are uh, into the... Oh, God, we are into the thick of it with Lost. This is my favourite episode. Of this season. Or ever. One of my favourite of all time. So, but your favourite one this season? Yes, 100%. Okay. Why? Deus Ex Machina is the name of the episode. Why? Um, it, it was the first one. It changed my life when I first watched it. Exciting. We'll, we'll delve into why later on. But yeah. Ooh. So so this is the, this is the episode where everything happens, really, isn't it? Like, I'm sorry, I'm just I'm a bit thrown because I was trying to keep my cool while watching it with Jack and he was like, is this your favourite one? I was like, maybe. Go on, explain to everyone what happened. So this is the episode, for those who don't remember, is the one where Locke, in his quest to open the hatch, uh, puts Boone's life in danger after finding a plane uh, that he feels will provide them with the next step as to how to get um, the hatch open. Um, and it ends in disaster, doesn't it? Where well, he has the vision first, doesn't he? has the vision first. We'll get into that. Tell me first what you think of Deus Ex Machina. It's a great episode. <laughs> Yeah, it is a great episode. There's no two ways about it. You know, it's... Um, you know, we've said multiple times on here how good Terry is. Tessa, mate. As Locke. And he just... This episode is just crazy good. He's so good in it. Especially the ending. Oh, my God. It's... Um, it's... Yeah, it's quite something. It's up there with, with the, the all-time lost moments. Like, just the final flashback and final moment. Um, but we will get to that. I mean, I mean, we could just get to it now. But let's let's try and go in an order because there's a lot to okay. tackle here. Um, so, firstly, um, Locke. So it starts with Locke wanting to open uh, the hatch. He he builds a trebuchet, yeah. um, and it it doesn't work, and he gets really frustrated, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. And then he realizes that he feels no pain in his leg. Yeah, in his legs, uh, which is quite weird. What what's your thoughts on that? <laughs> you were like, surely you'd know that. Yeah, it kind of. I was like, you know, you would have short, you would have noticed that you hadn't couldn't feel anything. <laughs> but I guess if you couldn't feel anything for so long in your legs, anyway, outside the island, maybe you wouldn't. So maybe it does make sense. Yeah. Um, so he like he like puts pins in his legs, doesn't he? And then he he takes a um a, a stick that he's about the end of and puts it on his feet feet and he feels nothing. Yeah, I mean the reason Boone's the one who notices it. Yeah. Because he sees. Uh, a splinter. It's like a shard of something. Shard going yeah. to his leg, and then, um, and later, Boone finds out that he was in a wheelchair. Yeah, Locke shares that with Boone. The only really, the only thing that he's really shared with anyone yeah. on the island. Yeah. A very mysterious bloke. Apart from him saying the week before that his dad was not cool, to walk. Yeah. Now we've seen his dad. We've seen that his dad is not cool. Yeah. I knew it was fucking coming. Um, but yeah, his dad. Those flashbacks are so good. Yeah. So like in the flashbacks, very briefly, Locke's, a, a mysterious woman uh, approaches Locke. It turns out to be his mum. Claims he's immaculately conceived, which then makes Locke seek out his dad, uh, who he was, part of, he was in foster homes when he was younger. 
Yeah. So he doesn't know his parents. He gets warned. So it's gonna be a bad ending. That these things are never happy ending. Mate, it's so it's foreboding. It's not a happy ending. <laughs> yeah, it's so obvious that it's not gonna end happy. Because it's too, it's too good to be true. It is. It is, and also his dad immediately gives off. I mean, there's not a good dad in this show. No. Uh, no, no, apart no. from Michael, our boy Michael. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Michael as as the dad. Yeah. Yeah, but he, you know, everyone else, the you know, especially they have just terrible fathers, mm-hmm. and uh, I didn't think it was going to be any different, and it wasn't. So in the flashbacks, because they go back and they well, have so they, so they go back and then he 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 builds up like a quite decent relationship with his father, and then he learns that he, he walks in one day early. Even though he he thought it wasn't, he thought he was on time. He sees his dad hooked up to. He Diana's definitely industry. was on time. Yeah, he was. He was yeah. getting played. He's getting played. He's getting tricked. Um, he he was hooked to to a dialysis machine. He learns that his father needs a kidney. Locke gives the kidney over, and well, I mean, he wakes up and his father's just cut all ties with him. He doesn't want to know, and it devastates Locke. Locke is such a tragic character. Like in, in we we obviously haven't seen him um, before. When he's not, when he's been walking, when he's not been in a wheelchair, um, so you're obviously what you were thinking. Maybe we'll find out this episode why he's in a wheelchair, which was the classic. Whenever there's a lock episode, I was like, we're gonna find out this time if he's in a wheelchair. You know, it's quite funny. Um, they play around with it. You see him get hit by the car at one point. Yeah, you know, little things like that. Um, but Lock seems happy. He's happy until his, and then he's even happier when he has this relationship with his father. That he's absolutely distraught when his this relationship is just cut from him and he's like had literally had an organ stolen from him mm. um, it's horrible it's really horrible he seems quite uh, the, the way he's being played in these flashbacks is almost quite naive and he seems quite innocent mm-hmm. um, and kind of it's, it's a very different lock basically mm-hmm. especially at the beginning you know he's uh, when he's kind of playing with the kid or playing mousetrap, isn't he? Mm-hmm. And it is a trap. He gets trapped. He gets trapped. Someone takes his... What do you take in this? Cheese and mousetrap, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. Except for instead of cheese, they take an organ. Organ. Hello. Kidney cheese. Um, cheese kidney. Ultra cheese. Ultra cheese. Hello. Um, doesn't really... Yeah, it's... Uh, you also got the... It's um, heavy. you also got the, the, the dynamic, obviously, mirrored with Boone and Locke, I guess, and... At one point when they when he goes when his dad takes him uh, bird hunting or bird shooting and he says um, nice one son or something like that and Locke says that to be yeah and um, so also another parallel would be he kind of traps Boone yeah I mean he well. sends him up to the plane which again like kind of mousetrap the thing falling down yeah it's you know it's it's because he knows this vision he has so he has the vision and he sees um, Boone saying like oh Teresa fall down the stairs up, yeah yeah Teresa falls up the stairs Teresa falls down the stairs Teresa falls up the stairs Teresa falls down the stairs Teresa falls up the stairs Teresa falls down the stairs Teresa falls up the stairs Teresa falls down the stairs Teresa falls up the stairs don't take it back. I'm but, but Boone's like covered in blood. Yeah. So it's obviously, you know, we're watching it. It's done really well because you do watch it like really tense when they go and find the plane. You're kind of like, oh, he's going to fall. You know, they really build up this massive wall of vines, which just looks ridiculous anyway. Mm. Um, yeah, it looks terrifying. I would not climb up there. No. It does. It did make me wonder. I mean, I guess my question is now. 
when they do it and you you know Boone's in a bad way now but they don't and they kind of find not very much there I mean they have the signal well yeah so what in the um in the airplane yeah so the Beechcraft it's well on their way to the Beechcraft they find like a crucifix in the tree and then they a body falls out the tree and it's like a decomposed skeleton of what they think is a Nigerian priest because he's got Nigerian money in his pocket but then the, it's got he's also got a gun um, so it looks like maybe he wasn't you know I don't think he was a priest and then when, when Boo gets up there he finds lots of maps I think it looks like maps of Nigeria and that maps off the Sahara yep um, which is weird and then he finds a fuck ton of heroin fuck ton of heroin in Virgin Mary statues yeah which is interesting because the episode titled They Use Ex Machina. Do you know what that means? It's like when something unbelievable happens and... It's like when something literally comes events. down to... Yeah, and it's like introduced kind of suddenly to kind of clear up something that's kind of... seems quite contrived. Yeah. It literally translates as, like, I think it's God of the Machine. Yeah. And there's lots of things like the Virgin Mary statue in the plane. Yeah. God of the Machine. Locke's father... What he, saying he's God. he's God and then he's hooked up to a dialysis machine and he says the word he, faith so much in this episode yes he, he does the, the F word's dropped multiple multiple, multiple times, times. Um, one interesting thing about the plane I'm debating whether to tell you or not why? because it, it, there's something in this episode that is there but you didn't pick up on it and I don't know whether to tell you is it a big thing for the future potentially Mm. if you hadn't said that then I probably wouldn't have it's hard because let's just say if you had the subtitles on okay oh is it so I was wondering so because they get the transmission is it to do with the transmission yeah yeah because I was gonna I was literally gonna tell you I was like I wish we'd had the subtitles on for this bit (laughs) because as he falls down as it crashes down they reply they reply to Boone who sent out a mayday, and I couldn't quite make it out. I didn't. Uh, want, I didn't say anything because I was just shocked at what was going on. Yeah, but it's a little trickery. I genuinely was going to turn around because I remember you saying recently you started watching TV shows with the subtitles, so you <laughs> yeah. don't miss stuff. And I was thinking like, "Fuck, I wish subtitles were on here." Yeah, that's funny. I mean, I, don't know. I do kind of, like. I'm curious as to what they said. I could tell if you wanted me to. Yeah, go on. So Boone says, we're the survivors of the crash, Oceanic Flight 815. And they reply saying, we're the survivors of the crash, Oceanic Flight What? Yeah, so big episode. <laughs> um, <laughs> your face. What? Did you know that when you first watched it? Did you no, go and look at? No, I didn't. Um, in fact, when it first aired, I think it went out with there were no survivors of Oceanic Flight One Five, and then they subsequently had it in for a DVD, a Blu-ray, saying no weird survivors of Oceanic Flight One Five. Um, I'm not saying there are any other survivors. I don't know why they changed it, but interesting. 
this, are they going down some like multiple dimension type shit, Phew. man? It's what? exciting, isn't it? Like, come on, it's exciting. Yeah, what? Lost is sick, mate. Lost is so great. Jack's begging me to let him watch the next one right now, everyone. Mate, you've just dropped this on me. My mind is like, what the And, and I feel like I'm re- going to relent and let him. Oh, man, what? that's mad. This episode takes place uh, on what would be Halloween for them. What would have been t- Halloween of 2004. Yeah. Just thought I'd throw that out okay. there. Okay, a lot of numbers. I've started noticing the numbers, <laughs> yeah. man. Like, uh, even when they was doing the dials in the aeroplane, I was like, oh, there's a 15. <laughs> you were. <laughs> and then when, when, when Boone was going on about Teresa was his nanny who fell down the stairs and broke her neck. He's like, I was six years old. He's like, it's not a number. <laughs> yeah. like, it's not a number. <laughs> but yeah, like, um, lock throws yeah. a few out there in the flashback. Yeah, the aisle. The aisle blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I thought, I, I thought at the beginning this episode was going to go down the whole, this is how he broke his leg. Because when he gets out of the bed as well... Yes. I was like, oh shit, is he not going to be able to move his legs or something? Is he really Another fun? thing that I remember watching the first time, uh, thinking the first time I watched it, was when he hits the mirror, the, the mirror in the car at the end. I thought and he's driving was going to crash. Boom. Yeah. And that would be like the end of the episode or whatever. Yeah. Um, but I, uh, we were on this, um, in fact, oh, one little thing that we forgot to mention, I forgot to mention last week, is a lot of people used to think that, um, you know in Hurley's flashback, where he's going about the money being cursed to his accountant, mm. and then um, the guy he falls. Yeah, people will be like, "That's luck." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what? But then no. when you think about it, it's like it can't be. If they're talking about a bo- uh, box, box company, company in Tuscany, California, and lots yeah. working there, it just can't be. Um, but yeah, man, but Boone is in that plane, and it goes down, and we see him. I mean, Locke carries him back and rips open his vest, and it's not looking good. Yeah, I don't understand how that happened though. Because surely, if he had rips on his chest, they would have ripped through ripped his clothes. Ripped a thing as well. Yeah, that's that, better, actually. That was odd. Because um, that just wouldn't happen. Mm-hmm. Why would you be mauled underneath your shirt, but your shirt not be? That's whatever. actually a very good point. That was weird. I, d- I am worried for being... I was worried. I thought I thought he was going to die. Yeah? Yeah, I yeah. did. I thought that was the end of him. And you know... Because you know the whole time how it's kind of going to end. Yeah, because of the blood and the, the vision yeah. of the dream. Yeah. Um, yeah, the fact that Locke lets him up there, man, and like, and, and the fact that it's just it just looks so suspect now when you think about it, like how Locke is is gonna have to explain that at some stage, and he lies and says Boone fell off a cliff while out hunting and then disappears, but like he couldn't walk and then he could walk, like Locke's he's gonna he's got he's got a lot to answer for. Yeah, he does. He is um, he is a bit mega, bit of a megalomaniac, isn't mm, he? He is. It's like it's like when he was talking to his mum and his mum, even though she made it up completely. His mum, who looks like Ruth Wilson in Forty Years, mm. Swoozie Kurtz, who's in Cool Intentions, is the actress. She is like literally Google her name, Swoozie Kurtz. She looks like an older version. She looks like Ruth Wilson's mum. <laughs> it's crazy. That's funny. They, I, it's like that kind of thing that has gone to his head slightly, or something has, and he is. You know, it's like all these, all this Christian imagery, which we see, you know, yeah. the cross mm. and stuff. And the fact that he's, you know, even with those flashbacks in his mind and stuff, it's, it's very, um, he's got some, some, he's got a real complex going on that he, he, you know, with the island talking to him, yeah. but just him, you know, they're not really talking, the island's not talking to the others for him. He, it's 
it's his thing mm. you know the hatch is his thing um, the visions and stuff it's very it's weird and I don't know even though he doesn't you know like last week we had Hurley who seemed like the key to it I think Locke would like to, he thinks he's the key to it as well the island will send us a sign the island will send us a sign all that's happening now is our faith is being tested our commitment but we will open it the island will show us how what kind of sign will the island send us huh John um, yeah there's a lot of this this wasn't supposed to happen the island will send us a sign and Boone's just like rejecting it almost well then you have this amazing ending and it was real, like with the hatch. Yeah. So like this. Also, this is we should point out that the. the sorry, I was going to say the hatch <laughs> last episode was like basically completely under the ground because it even ends with the shot of it underground. First shot of this episode. Oh, it's completely dug up no, now. It's, quite, it's it's kind of ex- kind of excavated. No, yeah, not like in this one though. I mean, you can see the, the, the you can see the um the the door thing, like last week. Yeah, you could, but you couldn't see, like, you got the whole of the side the showing. Down now, like, yeah. like, two weeks, apparently, that <laughs> took, that whole thing. Bullshit. No, they've been out hard working, mate. Mate, two blokes doing that for two weeks, you <laughs> mad? Like, they don't even have, like, you know, it's not like they have proper spades and stuff. No, it's not. And it's only, they, took, they don't have any machinery, and they built a trebuchet in that time in that as time. well. And... Had to deal with the Ethan's shit as well. And and Locke's been... And Boone have been making appearances in all these other episodes. <laughs> you know, we haven't even Locke, seen... Locke went out, uh, followed Sawyer and Kate just to yeah. say hello. Boone's been, you know, walking around. They did the fucking guarded yeah, everyone guarded as well. From, yeah. They, like, Boone managed to give advice to fucking Saeed. Yeah. He's around when he needs to be around. Yeah, but that's like three minutes out of a day. Yeah, but then they have to go travel all that way. And they do mention all that way. They're just like, who come all the way out here? Yeah. Okay, yeah. mate, you've kind of convinced me. Yeah. It's... You've kind of convinced me. Well, okay, sorry, what were you going to say? Lots of people thought, what about this scene? <laughs> well, no, I mean, I'll I speak personally. I mean, I'm sure everyone does, but when I first watched this scene, I, I absolutely, it blew my mind. It's not even just a scene. It's the final flashback where Locke realises his father's basically cut him loose. Um, and the music that plays, Giacchino smashes it. It's called Locked mm-hmm. Out again. Lock. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very good. And uh, and then it cuts to Lock crying over the hatch, doesn't it? And then he screams at the hatch going, um, you know, why have you done this to me? And the music reaches the peak and a light comes on. The light comes on. From inside the hatch and Lock's like, what? And the episode ends. Cue, mind's blown. Yeah, so I'm guessing at the moment that has something to do with what happened in the aeroplane. Okay. With the transmission. Okay. Because that was supposed to be the key to opening mm-hmm. the hatch. Mm-hmm. Suddenly, you know, they go there, they come back, and then the lights are in the hatch. Yeah. So I'm presuming something happened there. Yeah. That's my, that was my, my theory on that. Yeah, fair. The moment. Um, I mean, that's a, that's a good... Uh, I mean, that's the way it's supposed to be read, I guess. Mm. Um, maybe it'll be something... I was thinking it's, it's supposed to be read, like, what? What the hell? There's, there's, some, there's someone or something in there. Yeah. <laughs> After all, like, that's cool. It's the thought. I mean, I, I just put myself back from when I first watched it. And I this is a scene I YouTube regularly. <laughs> it's emotional. It's real because he's, like, as we were saying, like, hammering on it in his car... I thought, yeah, I thought, you know, he's going to yeah. run over and then an the amazing race. score coming in and then suddenly smashing on the hatch and you're just like, 
fuck, you know, he's run away from everyone. Yeah. Like everyone, Jack Shatton, like, wears lock and he's just disappeared and left poor Boone, mm. who I feel sorry for now, even though he is a terrible character. <laughs> oh, leave him alone. He is. I'm glad they didn't, they didn't um, eke out who uh, Teresa was. Yeah, the, yeah. Yeah, that was good because I was worried that that was going to be another like another mystery. To add on, yeah, yeah. It's quite eerie that whole dream sequence where Boone's just in a trance-like state, saying it, and then his mother's there. It's the, fla- the It's the flashes of because um, it starts off with just a flash of Boone. Yeah, with like blood down his face. It's really creepy. It's like I was saying the other time that um, you know you kind of get these interjections of like quite dark shit happening. Yeah, that's one of them. It's especially like you know it was. You know, reminiscent again of like Claire's dream, kind of you know all this weirdness and uh, quite quite horrible in a way, um, and also Locke had time to build that bloody cop in, uh, in the time that he's in two weeks that he's dug out this thing. <laughs> Do you mean there's been someone secretly helping them? That well, no, I don't think anyone's been helping them. I think it's just just a timeline flaw. A timeline flaw, he says. But you can forgive it though, right? Yeah, whatever. This episode was co-written <laughs> by um, Damon and Carlton. It was the first one that they wrote together who would obviously go on to show run the entire thing. Mm. Huge. Looking back on it, of course it was written by them. These two write the best episodes. Does this... Does it does it lead into a lot of other stuff, this one? This episode? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Certainly. Yeah, it feels like... I said this to you in the episode when we were watching it. That it felt like especially towards the tail end. So, because obviously we're kind of, we're not near the end, we're getting there. We've got, we've only got one, two, three... Five episodes? Regular episodes before the finale. Okay. So... Which is <laughs> so exciting. <laughs> I'm like, I can't believe we're getting there. Well, it feels like, because they keep dropping lots of hints to other stuff. Like, they've now introduced numbers, hatch lights come on, they've done a load more with lock and stuff. Feels like it was like, oh no, we definitely got a second season commission. Yeah. That's what we're going to check out. When exactly did the second season commission arrive? Mm. I've got a feeling it must have been before this. If they ordered, if they ordered another, like the final stretch of the season, uh, despite having, they had a 13 run, episode run originally, then they ordered more episodes. When would the season two renewal arrive? Probably later on, but they probably knew it was going to happen because it was, been routinely pulling in 18 million mm. and it was only going to grow. Was that even in the first season? Yeah, so this episode got like, like just under 18 mil. Really? Yeah, it's, it was around the finale in season two premiere that it got like 25. 25, that's huge. It's crazy, isn't it? It's bigger than any show at the moment. Yeah, really. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, but yeah, um, the, the, the amazing stuff that we've just spoken about isn't all that goes on in this episode, is it? We have... Got Sawyer. Sawyer. And his glasses. And his glasses. Um, great scenes. Yeah. Great scenes. Good. Jack really not really hesitant to help Sawyer out. But Sawyer's just so worried about having a tumour in his brain or something that he's like, yeah, right. And Jack just can't resist yeah. to tease him. I think it, it helped um, having kind of like a lighter a few lighter scenes but also quite grounded mm-hmm. I think perhaps last week the reason that episode is so wacky is because you've literally got these really weird stuff, flashback Hurley flashbacks but also on the island you've got really weird Hurley stuff happening as well there yeah. was like no the middle bit was like Claire and Locke but even that was like 
Yeah, like yeah, it was because like the dream stuff, but it wasn't that big either. The, yeah. the Sawyer stuff was. It felt like you know it was a big bit of the episode. Yeah, especially in teaser last week. He's like, you can see him like, stop! Can you shut up? Last week he's doing it with um, Jack and Michael, uh, Jin and Michael shouting, and uh, and the waves again, and it's picked up on here. Mm. So they obviously knew where they were going, and I like the whole thing of Sawyer loves reading. Yeah, and that's what's going to happen. Like he reads all the time, and yeah, it's yeah. like it's really it's just kind of. Oh, and also, if you really can apply logic to it, okay, maybe this is why he missed the Marshall's heart. Oh, what? Because he didn't have his glasses on. Because he had, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Maybe he got the polar bear though. He did get the polar bear. So maybe get to when it matters. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, maybe. Who knows? I don't really understand the significance of that. Of the glasses. At the moment. Well, I just think it's good because it's like people need glasses sometimes. And it's quite cool. And we get to see Saeed who, I mean, Locke probably could have done this as well, but gets to make shift a pair of glasses for him in a well cool way. Yeah, that's that's quite funny. It is funny. It's a good little scene. It was like, uh, I don't know why it made me think of uh, in Lord of the Rings when they forged the sword and return the king. Of course it made you think of that. (laughs) Yeah, he's kind of doing, even like dipping it in water and stuff. (laughs) It was exactly the same type of vibe. (laughs) But it was glasses for some. Yeah. (laughs) Um, It was funny. Yeah, no, really funny scenes. Um, What was I going to say? Oh, it really reminded me, it just reminded, like his stubbornness not to get glasses. Yeah. Just reminds me of me. So, So I wear glasses now. I didn't, I was probably only a year now. For a long time, were, yeah, my eyesight just wasn't that good, and I was just really stubborn. And now I just gave in. I was like, I borrowed my mate Ryan. Yeah. Um, you know. Yeah. Borrowed it. Like I just, I just tried them all because I was like, I can't read the sign. I was in a pub, funnily enough. Yeah. You just I, drunk. Well, I thought like, oh, like I've had a few beers, but yeah, fuck it. Like I tried them on, and then I was like, oh shit, I can see so much better. That's cool. Um, and then, funnily enough, about like when I got mine, then I saw another friend, and he was like, "Oh yeah, let me try them on." Now he has glasses no too, because he realised thanks to mine that he could see better. That's so funny. Yeah, so I passed that on to him. It was really funny. Mate, I've worn glasses since I was in year five. You're obviously not as stubborn as me. So long. <laughs> My eyesight is nowhere near as bad as it is now, though, as a consequence of wearing glasses all the time. I feel like I didn't need glasses really, and they just gave them to me. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm my eyesight's not that bad. Like I go, I don't have to wear glasses. I can see you fine here. Are you not wearing lenses? And I'm not. No, no. Ah, that's why I need my glasses to watch the episode. Oh yeah, of um, course. Yeah. So I can see you fine. It's like it's more like everything is a bit further away. It's like a bit blurry. Yeah. It's more like like when I'm in the cinema, yeah. for instance, it's, it helps. It's like it's you know like all of a sudden it's HD type vibe. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is maybe why it's funny that that's actually come along. Like, since I started wearing glasses, I've enjoyed going to cinema a lot more. Yeah, fair play. Yeah, um, probably, probably is it. Actually, not a year ago. It must have been, like, two years ago now. When I first... Yeah. Yeah, way over that. <laughs> <laughs> I, um... Anyway. I love that everyone now knows the history of your glasses wearing. There you go. But, Sawyer, I mean, people need glasses, and I like that they added in. They do it. It's, it's organic in the episode, I think. Yeah, it's, it's a, good. It's a nice little human element to go alongside the... Weird More visions. mystical, weird stuff. And it's quite horrible, isn't it? His whole relationship with his dad. I knew, you could tell his dad was a fucking arsehole. Yeah, it was when yeah. he goes, I'm just happy, you know, your mother brought us together. I mean, I have a lot of time. And it's like, you're after something. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you can tell his father's a bit like, just he's a bit bully, bullyish as well. Like the way he's like, um, 
uh, go on, drink up then, like when he pours him the scotch. So very emasculating, very, um, like sizing him up all the time. And Locke's just, (laughs) he's so sweet. Did she say anything about me? She said I didn't have a father, that I was immaculately conceived. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Well, I guess that makes me God, huh? That's what I mean, even in the last episode where he saw his flashbacks, he was bullied by a colleague, wasn't he? Yeah, Randy. He's not working in the box factory in this one. Um, no, he's not. He's working in a... In a in just a store. store. Yeah, supermarket. He was a very unremarkable man, wasn't he? Locke. Yeah. Sad sack. I mean, to be fair, he's gone from foster care. Yeah. Um, this is what I mean. He's so keen to find his father, probably, because he has... A, and, like, he's so quick to kind of, like... Be lulled into this full sense of his, of, you know, his father is now his friend because he didn't have that figure. But he's like, you know, he, he's very quick to trust his father and mum. Maybe not quick, but, you know, he's like, why did you do this to me? Mm. It's like, well, they abandoned you when you were a kid. Mm. Like, I think, I imagine if you're in that position as a foster kid and, you know, you do have someone take you looking on. after you yeah, 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 yeah probably yeah, would certainly. get lured into it wouldn't you yeah it's difficult but the guy warns him yeah it's just very sad I think like and like he hired a PI because he says I lifted hair from her car or whatever it's like he, he really wanted to look into this mm. it's not like he went through the, con- the, the conventional routes it, almost it seems yeah bit nuts really and then they found his dad as well didn't they yeah that's when he said maybe let's not do this but there's a lot of red in this this is what the red file the red car there must have been a reason for that then i mean boone's very bloody as well yeah um hmm. there is a lot of red i was wondering if that was a motif at all yeah i am also the heroin so this also raises questions about charlie yeah that was the first thing I thought of. Lad can't catch a break. Yeah, I was like, no, there's like a lot of heroin. More heroin um, than Charlie's probably knows what to do with. Yeah, I am. Um, so this doesn't give me high hopes for Charlie's future. Because mm-hmm. I imagine he'll find out at some stage. Mm-hmm. And then that'll be a source of conflict. Mm-hmm. Seems like the groundwork. I mean, it would there. be very strange if they just introduced a plain load of heroin and Charlie didn't come, come across <laughs> it. I've got, I can't lie. Like, that would be so weird and completely remiss of the writers. <laughs> I can't even lie about that. Yeah. Um, let's talk very quickly about the effect this injury Boone has. Like, this life-threatening injury, let's, let's, let's be honest, it's going to have on some of the other people, namely Shannon. Mm. Um it's gonna cause some ruckuses and like especially when if it's found out how it happened. Well, I'm guessing it will be found. Um so it looks like Locke's gonna be a bit fucked. As a because it's you know I mean the whole secret of the hatch has been is under threat now as well. Yeah. I mm, yeah, you're right. I mean it's kinda of, there's that and there's a whole you know, how can you trust going out with Locke again mm-hmm. you know if he if he lets that kind of thing happen to people and then just runs off as well I know it doesn't look good on Locke I've no. got to say you know Jack you know he's going to go back to the camp and what's Jack going to do yeah you know it's he, he's already getting ready for you know a fight there basically yeah because um, you could see like, like the look he gives him it's fair play to Matthew Fox he does it very well he does it very well he has quite a good episode Jack 
Jack does have a good episode. First, his first good episode in a while. Yeah. It was funny because when we were watching it, um, I said like, oh, he's just, you know, it's funny Jack's like, his position now just checking up on everyone. What did you say? Uh, and, uh, yeah, and then I went, yeah, he's making house visits. And then Locke sa- uh, Sawyer so, says exactly that, Literally, a second later, he goes, oh, you're making house visits now. Like, you, like, <laughs> Do you remember that? And I actually hadn't. Despite <laughs> watching it seven times previous, I probably actually watched this episode more than that. More than seven. Really? Yeah. I used to, I just like plonked this episode on, I love it. But I still didn't remember that. That's funny. Raft's coming on again, pretty nicely. Raft is coming on, Michael and Jin getting on. So why is this episode like your favourite? What what makes it? I just remember it really affected me when I first watched it. I remember my parents were out and it was on TV and I remember going downstairs and my brother was on the computer and I was wanting to talk about it so much he just wasn't interested. (laughs) He's since watched Lust and I'm sure he liked this episode. But I remember it was on the day before his birthday. It was like December, shown over here. He was really excited for his birthday and he just didn't want to hear anything, like, least of all about Lost. And <laughs> there was me going like, and the light came on that. And explaining it and just wishing that he'd been watching it and, you know, couldn't, couldn't wait to tell my parents when they came home. I think it really is a combination. I, I think it's, you can tell the episode is just real high quality. You can tell it's really well written um, and... It's really enjoyable. It just tears along at such a pace. Mm. You, you noticed that as well. You, you said it didn't feel like it was 40 minutes long. No. Whatever. It went very, very quickly. It goes great. And I think it's a testament to the writing, the acting, um, the structure, um, and that amazing uh, score over the amazing final moments. This is like the real, for me, this is like the real tr- first jaw dropper of an ending. Mm. Where you're literally like, no, I need to know what happens next. I need, you know, this yeah. was, this is a definition of a cliffhanger. Yeah. And I think t- a lot of TV shows don't even come close to making cliffhangers as great as this. Apart from EastEnders. Apart from EastEnders, yeah. That's it. It is a really good ending. It's, um, it's the best one so far. I'm so glad we're in agreement, mate. Um, I think it, it might be, yeah, it probably is my favourite episode of the series. It's very, um, it's just very tight. It feels quite distinguished against the rest as well. It's yeah. kind of, it's really got something about it that's just very, it's very neat and kind of done very well. Um, but yeah, it's good, man. I can see why you'd, why you would go back to this episode as well. Yeah. Um, I think I'm quite, I'm quite intrigued about what this new aeroplane's going to, I'm guessing they're going to go back to the aeroplane and try and get in contact with those people again. Mm. You yeah, but bear in mind, I mean, that's kind of buried with Locke's secret at the minute, isn't it? Well, yeah, I guess it depends when Boone's back. And like Boone, Boone, yeah, like Boone was the only, like Locke didn't hear. I think Locke, Locke heard him like trying to communicate, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I mean, I'd like to see Boone um, turn on Locke. Yeah. That would be interesting. Yeah. You know, I... I was going to say one bit, he's like... Because he was already kind of turning at the beginning of this episode. Yeah, he was. You know... Very um, frustrated with him, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. You know, he's getting quite fed up at just trying and trying at this hatch. Um, and, the, you know, you know, this is the first time Locke's kind of said explicitly, like, the island will tell us what to do. And Boo's like, what was that, mate? Yeah, <laughs> yeah Boo's like, say that, uh, what? <laughs> say that again. He is becoming quite a mad old man. Yeah. Um, so he... You know, with the stories and everything, it's funny. Yeah. Um, oh, I love him. So it's just, yeah, he's he's such a good character, man. He is he is turning like a bit evil almost. 
He's just getting. He's just becoming. He's getting caught up in his in his vision. He really is. Let's talk heroes of the week. Hero of the week. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. Like I, I just feel sorry for Locke, but he's not the hero because he's a bit of an arsehole. You wouldn't do this to me. He w- wouldn't do this to me. Oh, Boone's the hero of the week for me. Really? He climbed up that... that. I mean, he's an idiot. <laughs> yeah. Firstly, I say, he's an idiot for climbing up. But he climbed up. I think he truly is buying into whatever Locke's selling. Yeah. But why he's the hero for me is he goes for that transmission. Mm. He's a brave man. He goes for that transmission. Uh... He, Boone I think is just really this is why I can't hate him as a character I just think he really wants approval he wants to be kind of like a leader but he's just not he's yeah. not one of the big dogs um, so that's why I kind of respect him for you know and he wouldn't have got himself that into that situation if he had just jumped out and climbed back down um, yeah but I think Boone's my hero of the week if not Jack for um, just being a bit of a legend this week yeah um, I'm quite inclined to go with the Sawyer yeah. <laughs> Just because of the glasses. It's so funny, man. <laughs> For accepting the glasses so gracefully. Yeah. He's just, he has a really funny episode. And he does he does that thing. He's really started to do it. He's done it a couple of times now when he's, you know, he tries to be all like macho, macho, macho. And then switches because he actually does want that, some help. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he's just like, I don't, I don't need your help, Jack. But um, <laughs> it's what he said about the phantom smells. Right, if you have a tube, you have phantom yeah, smells. Yeah, just that. And he's like sniffing away. Yeah, <laughs> he's so funny. He is funny. So I think I think him. So it is yours. Yeah. Uh, next week's episode. Uh, who do you reckon? Uh, whose past we're going to delve into? Oh man, oh, I really am not sure. Mm, well, I mean, we've done everyone now, so we don't really. Who do we see? Not very much. I'm trying to think. Um, I mean, it could be another. It could be another Jack one, mm-hmm. possibly. But that would be his third, and we haven't seen other people's second because he's in it. Actually, Saeed did it only a little bit. Yeah, he doesn't speak. He just does the glasses. Uh, the combining it. Yeah. Actually, I think maybe him. Saeed. Yeah, because we haven't seen him. In a, in a while. Yeah. In a long while. Um, and he is such... Like, he's, like, one of the only major players to have not had a proper second one. Yeah. I guess. You know, because he is one of the main... He's he's certainly due one. Yeah. Yeah, because his episode is in episode nine. And mm. we've had another we've had two Charlies, from haven't we? Both. We have had two Charlies, yeah. Two Charlies, two Locks, two Jack, two Kate. Sun Jin. Two Sun and Jin. One from Sun... One from Jin. One from Jin. Michael um, and Walt, Boone and Shannon, which is more from Boone's point of view. I think Michael... In that case, in a way, Shannon kind of hasn't had one. It's Nothing's been from her perspective yet. Oh, it could be her. She'd be a good one, especially with her brother under. That could be interesting. I just don't care about her. <laughs> so I don't want that. Um, so I, Well, I, I, she doesn't have much of an interesting backstory. Like, what, are we just going to go... Well, you don't know yet getting off with all these blokes like oh nah nah I want Saeed man Saeed that's your answer that's my answer that's where I reckon we're going well uh, I'm thoroughly glad you enjoyed Deus Ex Machina 
Yeah, it's a really good one, man. I think um, I could see why, especially... It's, is it quite integral to stuff going forward? I know I've already asked something along those lines. It's Jesus a lot that's in depth that's kind of touched upon again later, I, yeah. I feel like these episodes... It, obviously, I don't know what happens. Otherwise, there wouldn't be any point in this podcast. But it feels like they are introducing quite a lot at the moment. Yeah, they are, they are, they are. They're putting in lots of... There are lots of seeds, aren't there? I just... I'm really... I'm worried. I do worry sometimes that we're not going to get answers. Mm-hmm. Because that is, I mean, you know, that's why it took me so long to watch this show. It's because you hear things from people. Like my older brother got three seasons in. I think he was in like nearly in the fourth and was just like, oh my God, I can't do this anymore. Stopped and then just read about the ending. I thought the ending was awful. I just can't imagine anyone wanting to stop watching this show because it doesn't really, for me, get any worse than this <laughs> I think if you're liking this you'll like the show mm. I think people are just really hesitant to surrender themselves I really think they are like for, for, a sh- for put a lot of time in you know if you're not invested it's easy to be like I'm not going to bother um, and then notch it down to when they've missed out because that's what they do you miss out then and they, they notch it down to it uh I couldn't be bothered. It, I, you know, I couldn't do it anymore. It wasn't going... They were making up as they went along. It's all just an excuse. I was saying this to you earlier. People who don't like Lost are very quick to say it was shit, it was bad, mm. and aren't interested in hearing people who do love the show's much more valid reasons as to why the show is not shit. Um, they don't want to hear it. They don't want to hear it. And that's... They're missing out. <laughs> so, yeah, you kind of... They're missing out. Mm. that's why I can kind of deal with it when people say the ending was rubbish even though I don't think it was because at least who have seen the series because at least they watch the series and are way more like I will I respect their opinion way more yeah. than someone who's not watched the series and then just has a view on the ending I don't come at me with your view on the ending if you've not watched the series that's fair I do not care yeah yeah it's um it's funny, we've had a really good run of episodes. Yeah. Last four? Ever since that soil 16, one. 17, 18, 19, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it did dip a little bit in the middle, but it's funny how, how much it's kind of come back. Because I was, I think you could tell, even in the podcast, that I was kind of sounding a bit down about it. Yeah. And now it really has to like come back with... Like, That's what like I saying to you, the next one's good. Yeah. I felt like you thought I was just saying that. Yeah. Yeah. It was, and it really has picked up, and it's made. I feel like I just want to watch the next one, and I haven't had that with this show so much until now, really. Yeah. Because it is, it's like you know, there's all the mysteries. I'm starting to feel it more. Yeah, and, get it and, more. and all the characters are established now, like you say, and mm. um, you can't start throwing cliffhangers out there. Maybe the odd one. Um, I think the show knows what it wants to be more. I think there were, so far, like there were bits of, like some characters which felt, like there were some bits which almost felt like out of character. Yeah. Like it wasn't completely out of character, but there were little things, especially like someone like Charlie doing, you know, there were little things. He We haven't seen Charlie in ages, actually. He was been in, he was in the early episode. Yeah, but like we haven't seen him, you know, it's like PTSD and stuff that's fallen by the wayside. Yeah, he seems to be moving on. Him and, I mean, he, he was a big 
character for like four episodes, so wasn't he? Yeah. The ones which were weaker, funnily enough. Yeah. Where yeah, he see <laughs> they really brought him forward to kind of you know he shot Ethan and stuff. They haven't really mentioned that again. They haven't really mentioned Ethan again. No. Um, I mean, apart from not going. Apart from that, there are only people on the side, isn't it? But that's the thing. It's like even like before there were bits like Claire missing. Well, I was getting annoyed that though that stuff wasn't being mentioned. Yeah. But now, like, I'm not even annoyed that they're mentioning other stuff because it's just there's so much going, going on anyway, on. Yeah. and it feels like oh, this is more important. Yeah. This is more important. This is something bigger. This is blah blah blah. And I think that it feels like it now. It kind of it's settled and it knows this is what we need to do before the end of the season or whatever to set uh, to get everything going yeah. and it's like they're interesting things and that middle bit felt perhaps slightly filler slightly weird and in this kind of limbo place because you spent the beginning half setting up the characters yeah the middle bit I'm not sure then the second this second Firing and all cylinders yeah I'm really going for it so it's been it's been really good and it has been you know it's really turned me onto the show more. turned you on yeah to turn you on. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's got yeah. I'm 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 a fan, man. Good. It's good. It's you like, for it. Yeah, oh my God. <laughs> my mum's listening. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Jackie. Uh, Sorry. It's um. No, it's cool, man. Well, mate, I hope it doesn't relent for you in the next episode, which I'm gonna permit you to watch now. Oh, sick. I hold the keys. You do. I hold the keys and the hold the keys and the key is going in the lock. We're gonna watch it. It's funny because when we before we started this, we did think we. I remember we talked about it, we were just like, oh yeah, we could just watch the episodes on our own at home and then talk about it like at work. We've actually we managed. We've watched every single episode together. Before. Yeah. Are you enjoying it? Are you still enjoying it? Yeah, I'm loving it. <laughs> I'm loving it. All right, that's good. I'm loving it. <laughs> we're into the good stuff, mate. <laughs> right. Like, I'm glad because it's like your eighth time, man. I know. I mean, crazy. It, when I, I tell people, they go, what? That show which has about 400 episodes. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. They're like, what a complete nerd. I was like, yeah. Yeah, I know. But... If you love something. I don't think I could... I've loved anything as much as you love this show. I, love, I mean, I mean, anything non-human. Fair enough. I mean, I love my family and my girlfriend, but... Anything like, you know, like a, a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd like to say I love, I love my family uh, um, more than Lost. No, I know. Yeah, yeah okay. Well, I'm talking about like non-people things. Fair enough, fair I'm enough. I'm sure enough. everyone will understand yeah, that. I to, I'm not like this loser who loves TV more than my family. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, let's get cracking. Okay. Um, I want to thank everyone for listening um, because... Let us know what you think about this episode. Is this your favourite of the... I've got a feeling it will be for a lot of people. I want to hear people's story about seeing the light coming on the hatch. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for the first time. Yeah, what yeah. it was like the first time without... No spoilers. No spoilers about the future. Yeah, what no it was spoilers like. about the future, please. Let us um, know. At Lost Boys Pod on Twitter. Tweet us. Let us know. Yeah, what are you on Twitter? I'm Jack J. Shepherd. You are? I'm Jacob underscore Skull. So yeah, and we're on SoundCloud, we're on iTunes, iTunes. rate us, subscribe, uh, keep us in the charts because it's always nice to get new uh, new people along. Well, we did, we peaked <laughs> at number two, didn't we? We did. And we've gone, We've and then when I checked the, the earlier, 
We're at 16. Ah, ooh, and Jack was like, oh, we're at 16. And I was like, a number. I've seen them everywhere now, man. I know, it's going to drive you crazy, pal. Oh, I can't wait. Whenever I see a clock, it's like, you know, late night, it's 23.42. I'm like, oh my God. Fuck, it's quarter past eight. 8.15. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Loser. I went to LA a few weeks ago and um, my flight, it got changed because it got booked. It got changed to a later day, a later time of the day. But the first flight was flight 815. Oh, man. Were you nervous? I was like, oh, that's going to make, that's going to be a good tweet for Lost Boys. <laughs> <laughs> I may oh. die. I may crash on an island oh. and get terrorised by crazy things. That but quality content you could have had. I know. It was always, yeah, rude it, mate. But yeah, thank you everyone for listening and uh, join us uh, next week for... The episode Jack knows the title of already. Do you remember it? Uh, harm no man. <laughs> harm no dudes. Do no harm. Do no harm. Nice try. Thank yeah. you, everyone. Sign us off, Jacob. I just did. <laughs> I've done everything you wanted me to do. So why did you do this to me? 